Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. I don't care who say, how they say, what they say, God is for me, he is for you, and that's all that matters. He brought you out of something to be in this season right here. To be in this moment right here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you both. Listen, God reigns supreme in your lives. Just keep serving him. Keep saying yes. Keep saying yes. Oh, Jesus. He's just so good. He's just so good. Um, I don't want to delay anything that God wants to do because if I do, I'm going to be talking. It's going to be Shalita. And Shalita don't need to be presenting anything to you. I hear you, Mark, saying amen real. That's right. I don't need to say anything. It all needs to be what God has for each and every one of you. I've, I've done the study and I've done the time, uh, put in the time that God wanted me to put in. So now the overflow is getting ready to come to you all. The message God, this message God taught to me, I received it. And now he wants me to give it to you all so you can receive it. Amen. You can hug some people, greet some people, love on some people. Thank you for coming to service today. Hallelujah. We're going to start. We, let's do our Bible confession. We're going to do our Bible confession first. We got unbirthday pictures, but we're going to do them in the, at the end. That's all right with y'all. Let's do our Bible confession. Let's do this together. Ready? Let's read. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Every verse is God breathed. And I aim to live by every word and is essential to my faith foundation and works to change me from the inside out into the person God created me to be. That is why I shall never let it go. It is reliable. It is true. It is divine. It is the word of God and shall forever be to me. <clears throat> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I want to read this foundation uh, scripture before I pray. And it's Proverbs 18 and 10, and I'm going to read it from the NIV. And <laughs> we know that we that under God there's one spirit. So even Daniel said the scripture, that's the foundation scripture about the strong tower. And it, it was just like, <laughs> that's, that's how God is. So it's Proverbs 18 and 10, and in the NIV it says, the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Now, the biblical definition of fortified means strong and secure. And in Jeremiah 1, God told Jeremiah, Today I have made you as strong like a fortified city that cannot be captured. So I want to just tell you today, it doesn't matter what season that you're in. 
because God said that he has made you strong and secure. Strong and secure. It doesn't matter what season you're in. It doesn't matter if you even know the season you're in. He said that he has made you strong Amen. and secure. Not just strong, not just secure, but strong and secure. And today, I'm going to do something different. I've done it before, but um, I'm going to walk around and pray. Amen. So, you know, even when, when Peter uh, was going to minister, he walked, as he was walking, he was just walking, and his shadow was healing people. People were laying in the street because they, it was their belief. It wasn't so much what he was doing. It was that they had that belief. So as I walk through these aisles and pray, it's up to you to believe. Just grab hold of something, because I'm going to tell you the anointing is on me today. And, and when we walk, you get, you, you know, we got to stop apologizing for the power and the authority that God placed inside of each and every one of us. I'm not doing anything that y'all can't do. But as I walk through here and pray, get your healing. As I walk through and pray, get your blessing. As I walk through and pray, just know that that prayer is anointed for you. And I'm going to do something. Listen, I'm at home. I'm going to take these right here off, and I'm going to walk through and pray because I'm believing for breakthrough. I'm believing for, I'm believing for breakthrough. I'm believing that what God has for you is for you. We're going to start off setting this atmosphere on fire because, you know, we come in and sometimes we're heavy. Sometimes there's things that has been on our heart, but this is the time for you to release it. So as I walk, release. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for everything that you're doing, God, in this season. I thank you, Lord God, for the manifestation now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, right now for every person that's here. No one will sit here in discomfort. I thank you, Lord God, for the season that we're all in. I thank you, Lord God, that you, are, that you have made us strong and secure. We are strong in you and the power of your might. Healing takes place now. Breakthrough takes place now. Chain breaking down now. In the name of Jesus, Father God, there is nothing that's going to hinder us. Nothing that can stop us or block us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We don't care about what they said. We don't care about what the doctor said. Because thus said the Lord, he said that we are free indeed. I thank you, Lord God, right now. No condemnation. I thank you, Lord God, right now. Chain, loose yourself. Debt, pay yourself off. Finances, come and get, get under submission. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Marriage is restoration. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Unity in your household, unity in your family, in the name of Jesus. Grief, you got to go in the name of Jesus. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We thank you, Lord God, as we set this up fire. We know that you already here. We know that you already showed up when we showed up. But Lord God, there's a special anointing in this house today. A special anointing in this house, in this room, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you. I thank you in the name of Jesus. We're drawing strength. Lord God, we are strong. We are strong. We are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. No more bondage in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you right now. I thank you right now. We give you glory and praise, God. It's all you, God. We thank you, Lord God. We decrease so you can increase. We yield to you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God, right now. We thank you, Lord God. We've been praying for our children. Set them free in the name of Jesus. Manifestation takes place now in the name of Jesus. When the saints get together and pray, things happen. Things shift. Hallelujah. I plead Psalm 91 over every person that's here. You are safe. You are secure. You are strong. In the power of the Lord God Almighty. Lord, you are a shepherd. You are king of kings, lord of lords. You reign supreme. And Lord God, we thank you. You will never, ever, ever lose your hold on us. You will never lose your hold. We thank you, Lord God, that today we say we will pursue the things of God. We're no longer pursuing things of us. We're pursuing the things of you. We're running after you. We're chasing after you. In the name of Jesus, devil, we serve notice on you. You can lose all of God's creation. 
not just the ones that have said that they are in the kingdom, but every person that he created in the name of Jesus. We're not waiting for them to come in the kingdom. We're going to get them and we're going to bring them in the kingdom in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We're not waiting for anybody and we're not leaving them behind. Hallelujah. This is your season. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be exceedingly and abundantly glad in it. This is your day, God. This is your house, God. We are your people, God. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shake it off you. Shake yourself loose from everything that the enemy has been trying to attach to you. Weapons may form, but access is denied. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And it is so. I say, and it is so. And it is so. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Y'all about ready now? Because God, he is so good. He is so good. He is so good. He is our God, and he is for us. There are things that we want to take place, things we want to happen, and some of those things are not for our good. Just because they look good, they might not be for our good, but everything that comes from heaven is for our good. He's not holding anything back. He's not hiding anything from us. I just trust God. There's some things that I've been asking God for. I ain't get them, Lord Jesus. I didn't get the range robe I wanted. But you know what? It's, it's good because God said, you might, I might not even be able to pay for them parts. I don't know. Whatever, he, whatever it is, just know it's even the smallest things, even the things that we desire. God said, I got something better for you. I got something greater. So even if you're believing God for some of the minute little things and you might don't see it, just know that went for me. Because he got something greater. He got something better. He has something better for you because he does things for your good. See, that when God does things, it's an exchange. He gives us things. He's not an Indian giver. He's not going to take it back. See, the world gives you something, and it, he just, it just holds just a little bit. You might just get a little taste of it, and then you want more, and you want more. But he said, that's not for you. What he got is sustainable. What the world got is temporary. I don't know about any of you in here, but I don't want anything temporary. I want everything that's sustainable. Everything that God got for you is for you. It's for you. It's for you. Healing is for you. It already took place. It already took root. All you're doing is walking through the process. So hang in there because you got, you got all of heaven backing every single thing that you say. You say your finances are, your bank account don't look right. Well, connect it to the kingdom account. You stop connecting your bank account to the world's account, the world system. You got a kingdom account, and there's no lack in the kingdom. So you get yourself in order and say what you want. I... I decree and declare that my debt pay itself off. That debt got to pay itself off, and it starts today. We're not going into next year the same way we were this year. We got to close some of them doors. We keep leaving all these doors open. Oh, God, open this door that no man can close. That's right. But he told you to close a door so you can walk through another door. He's trying to elevate you. He's trying to lift you up. He's trying to grow you up. He's trying to mature you in the things of Christ. But you want to stay in the comfort zones. Ain't nothing good been birthed from a comfort zone. It's time for you to move, saints. It's time for you to move. It's time to move. It is time for movement. The, the, the Bible is alive. The word in the Bible is alive. And everything that is alive and is breathing causes what? Movement. So if you're alive and breathing, you shouldn't be staying still. You need to be moving, 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 moving with God. Move, not moving before God, not moving without God, not moving behind God, but move with God. He's on the inside of you. When you move, he moves just like that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. I ain't putting on. Can I get those other shoes on? I don't care. You know what? That's all right. Okay. So we're going to, today, I want to take y'all on a journey into your growing season. The title of this message is called Different Season, Same God. Amen. Different Season, Same God. 
Um, so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Moses. God had called Moses out uh, of the land of Midian, uh, where he fled to after he killed an Egyptian soldier that was beating the Israelites. Say, now that sounds good. You know, Moses had that compassion. He was like, oh, you doing you doing a brother bad, so I'm gonna get with you. So he got with him, but he killed him. You would say that's good, okay? But was that God, okay? Mm. So because if it, if if God had a, God would have given him a different solution. But God still redeemed them. So it don't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you did. It don't even matter what you're thinking. What all, the only thing that matters is God is your redeemer. He's your redeemer. So he's going to redeem you, but you have to do something too. You have to uh, build your relationship with Christ Jesus. That's what you have to do. If you're the righteousness of Christ Jesus, then that means that you are building and pursuing your relationship with him. So Moses had lived there for like 40 years before being called by God. Y'all say due season. season. So he made excuses like we do. I don't speak well. I don't look well. I don't talk well. And you want me to go speak to Pharaoh? How am I going to speak to him? I'm going to stutter all my way through and things like that. But what it was was he made those excuses like some of us, but really he was scared. He was fearful for his whole life. Even though he said, how many of us sometimes... We don't say what it really is. We just say things to, because it sounds good. Well, you can't choose me, God, because, you know, you can use me, but don't use me to go over there to them folks. Don't use me to go over to the, to the strip club. Don't use me to go over to do out. Don't use me to do that. Just use me in the comfort of the air conditioner, in the comfort of the house. Don't be using me because, you know, my hair going to sweat. Oh, it's raining today. Summertime saints didn't even come to church today because summertime saints don't like to come out in the rain. I, I don't. Somebody need to tell them it don't rain in the building. But you know, but you know, he made excuses like we do, like some of us. Well, listen, he made excuses like I do. I make excuses. So um, God said, uh, but even though he made these excuses, he still went. So let's not get, forget that part. He made excuses, but he still went. He still went. God still honored his going. So he took his brother Aaron with him. Um, in case something, in case something popped off, he he needed a squad, right? He needed a circle. He needed uh, his brother, and and God anointed Aaron to be Moses's priest. Cause see, what God what God see with us, He knows that we're kind of don't want to go. He knows that even though you might say yes, he knows that there's something that might hold you back. So he's gonna always send someone. He sent the priest, but see, we got the Holy Spirit in us. That's our squad. So we're not going out on our own. We're not going out to do anything. God, God does not send people that are already equipped. He sends you and then he equips you. You see, if you get yourself equipped, if you get yourself equipped, you're only going to go so far with your equipment. See, but when God sends you, it's so limitless. You're going to walk all the way to the end. You're going to complete every assignment, every charge, every task, and you're not going to miss not one person. That's right. It does not matter because you and the Holy Spirit are fire. God, God is a consuming fire. So wherever he go, there's a blaze going. There's a blaze going. So, so Moses went, and we're going to look at Ephesians 4, 21 through 23 in the New Living Translation. I mean Exodus, I'm sorry. Exodus 4, 21 and 23 in the New Living Translation. And it reads, And the Lord told Moses, When you arrive back in Egypt, go to Pharaoh and perform all the miracles I have empowered you to do. But I will harden his heart so he will refuse to let the people go. Then you will tell him, This is what the Lord says, Israel is my firstborn son. I commanded you let my son go so he can worship me. But since you have refused, I will now kill your firstborn. Now, even though Moses was going to do what God called him to do, he still had some seasonal issues with disobedience. I know none of y'all have that. Everybody in here obedient. Y'all did what your mama and them said. Y'all still doing what people say, right? Okay. So he still had, even though we're going on these assignments, we still have some things in us that we don't want to do. Some things that God told us to do, we don't want to do. Some, some people that we are supposed to say something to, 
but we don't feel like we're worthy to say something. Well, I can't take, I can't speak in Pastor Benjamin, Pastor Mike. Like they, they've been, they've been walking this life. I, before I was born, I'm gonna say it because I'm young. But, but you know what I'm saying? It's like you don't want to talk to the high people. You don't want to talk to the overseer. You don't want to speak a word into somebody because you don't feel you worth. Listen, saints, that's disobedient. If God told you to say it, say it. Um, and and if people say because I'm not concerned about people anymore, but if someone say, well, I wonder why you told me that, why God didn't tell me now, Your answer, simple as this. Well, God told me to tell you. That's all I got. So now that's your opportunity to seek him for yourself. Just because somebody told you something don't mean it's a law. It just means that you need to hear from God before you move. We just be moving because somebody said, it's a prophet told you this and now you what that prophet said. Okay, I'm looking down. You want to do it because the prophet said, but you ain't do it because God said it. God said it first. God confirmed you. He told you to go. And I'm not, I'm not saying that someone can't come and speak in your life. What I'm saying is when they come to speak in your life, it should have already been spoken from God first. Don't be so quick to move for man and slow to move for God. Amen. So, so God was, in, in going back into this, God was talking at the end of verse 23. God wasn't just talking to Pharaoh, talking about Pharaoh. He was talking now to Moses. See, there was something missing. God knew it. God knew it. So he's talking directly to Moses about his son. Moses' son wasn't circumcised, and that was the law. Moses is going. He left. He took his family. He went to do what God said, but there was something that still was a little out of order. His son wasn't circumcised. Moses hadn't did anything. God said, when he said he was going to kill him, he was talking about Moses, his firstborn, right? So sometimes we're going out and we're doing things. We can't complete assignments when we're out of order. Amen. We wonder why there's no benefit for the kingdom, for you, for the person that you're being sent to, because first you got to get yourself in order. You got to get centered. You got to get in line with what God has already said. You got to make sure that you've done what you're supposed to do. You can't be out here willy-nilly doing assignments all out of order because that's not pleasing God because there's always order before the increase. There's order before increase. You'll, you'll be out here getting dusted off by the devil every single time you go out doing things out of order. So we got to get in order. We have to be in order. God sends us to do things. He's not waiting for us to do uh, our part all the time, to get equipped, to find out the blueprint, to find out what, how we're going to do it from A, B, C, all the way to D. He wants you to go. And along the journey, as you're moving, he's going to give you more instruction. He's going to tell you what's out of order. He's going to help you get things back in order. You don't have to do all that. Only thing you have to do is stay connected to the vine. Stay focused on what God said. Stay focused on you being able to hear from him. When you're going on assignment, all the distractions are going to come. They're not going to all look bad either. Some of them are going to be dressed up like Christmas presents in nice little boxes and all of these things. Sometimes you, you open those boxes and it's nothing in there but death, destruction. But you keep the box because it's pretty. So when you're going out to do things and you know you got all these distractions, you won't even get rid of distractions. You hold on to them because it sounds good. It look good. Somebody told you you cute. Somebody said they like your outfit. All of that. But you, you can't be all about you right now. It's all about God and his assignment. God and his assignment. So going back to verse 23, God was um, talking. He was, talk he, he was done talking about Pharaoh. He had said what he said. Um, Let's go back up to verse 23, and it says, I commanded you, let my son go so he can worship me. But since you have refused, I will now kill your firstborn. So that wasn't, that wasn't Pharaoh. That was God talking to Moses um, because it was law for them, for the uh, sons to be circumcised. Now, the word firstborn appears in the English Bible more than 120 times. So it is, and it's still... It was and it still is a big deal to God. In the New Testament, Jesus is called firstborn son. Let's look at Colossians 1 and 18. 
in the Amplified Version. Y'all still with me? Okay, it says, uh, he is also the head, the life support, the life source and leader of the body, the church. He, and he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself will occupy the first place. He will stand supreme and be preeminent in everything. Revelations 1, <coughs> verse 5, also in the Amplified Version says, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful and trustworthy witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who always loves us and who has once for all freed us or washed us from our sins by his own blood, his sacrificial death. So in verse 25, I, I wanted to give you an example because I don't want to ever say things and not show you things. I want you to see what God was saying about the firstborn, how, how that comes into um, agreement with what God is saying to Moses. Uh, so in verse 24 Exodus, of Exodus 4, Moses' wife, Zephariah, Zephariah. I look at Mike, uh, Pastor Mike, because he's my corrector with the, with the, with the country speech. But um, so his wife, Zephariah, stepped in, and she completed the covenant seal because she had to do that herself. She circumcised her son herself because she said, okay, wait a minute. Something is off. You know, God is talking to him. He's not going to complete this assignment, and you're going to take out my son and my husband. So she completed that assignment, and she said, not on her watch. That's how we got to be. Not on my watch. It doesn't matter. Okay, that, okay, sometimes you can be like, well, that's their business. Moses didn't do what he was supposed to do, so his wife could have been like, well, he should get in order, and he should do what he's supposed to do. But because she was a, a Proverbs 31 wife, she said, not on my watch. We are our sisters and brothers keepers. So when we see somebody a little off, and if you see it, that means that there's something you should be doing about it. Absolutely. Pray about it. Say something to them about it. We got to get stop being, as Pastor Mike was teaching last Sunday, we got to stop being offended by everything. If somebody's coming to tell you something, take the correction so that you can do better, so you can grow better. If it's coming in love, you know it. If it's coming from God, you'll know it right away. So therefore, you know, they're trying to save you. They're trying to help you because we're part of this body of Christ. We're not part of an arm of Christ, a knee of Christ, a toe of Christ, but it's a full body. So being connected to this full body, I don't know if y'all know this, but if one part of that body is not operating the way it's supposed to, then the whole body is not functional. Right? right? So when you look at your sister and brother, oh, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. They need to get their life in order. They need to do better. Well, you need to do better too. Amen. Amen. Yep. I came to tell y'all that. So Exodus 4, 24 and 26, Zephira took care of that. She took care of that so that, they can, so that Moses can complete the assignment that God had for him to, to complete. And sometimes we have to be our sister and brother's keeper so that assignments are completed because it's for all of our good. This what Moses was doing was for everybody's good. Exodus 4, 24 and 26. King James Version, and it says, And it came to pass by the way in the end, that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Then Zephora took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet and said, Surely a bloody husband art thou to me. So he let him go, God. Then she said, A bloody husband thou art because of the circumcision. So she knew about the covenant. <coughs> Zephora was about that covenant mama life. You ain't taking my son. You ain't even taking my husband, God, because all we have to do is just get back in order. See, all you have to do is get back in order. That's all. God, God waits for us to get back in order. He waits for us to get it together. He waits for us to get it right. He's, he, he's, that, he's just that good to us. Don't get to a situation where you feel like you've done something so bad that you can't go to God, who is your strong tower, who, is, who, who have given you strength, on the inside of you, and you feel like you're ashamed, you're embarrassed. But you know what? You, you hide from us. You have the mask on with us, but God sees it. He sees all. He's not judging you. He just wants you to get it in order, get yourself right. 
Get yourself right. You know, I always say you don't have to tell everybody what you're going through, but you do need to tell somebody Amen. That. that somebody was a foreigner. She was the somebody. Had she not got information, Moses, we wouldn't be talking about this. We wouldn't been talking about what he did, how he freed the Israel. We wouldn't be talking about any of that because Moses would have been like Enoch. He wouldn't have been no more. That, that part, but, but because she knew about that covenant, she did it. So we have to make sure that we continue to hold fast to the covenant that we have in Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter because we get off. And when I say it doesn't matter, I'm not saying that's, a, that's go get off. Just go get off. Just go do what you want to do. What I'm saying is even if you get off, the word of God says he's perfecting every single thing that concerns each and every one of us. So he's, he's not saying I want you to be perfect every day. I, don't, I, I know that you're just going to do everything right and pleasing to me. What he's saying is I will perfect that. Because he's not looking at what you're doing. He's looking at your heart in what you're doing. You he's not looking at what you're doing. He's looking at your heart in what you're doing. Yes, ma'am. He's looking at your heart in what you're doing. So we all, every time we do something, that's why God said that our service is unto him. Mm. You're going to work is unto him. Yes. Them co-workers getting on your nerves is unto him. Right. Your spouse getting on your nerves, that's unto him. You still serve unto him. It does not matter how you feel because your feelings going to get you out of order every single day of the week. Feelings, yes, God gave us feelings and he gave us emotions. Emotions, emotions, emotions. You drop that E and it's motion. You got to keep moving toward God, not towards your feelings. If you move towards your feelings, you're going to be in trouble. But when you move towards God, your emotions, your feelings, your thinking, your, your attitude, everything shifts. Every single thing about you shifts. You're not the same. You're not even the same as you were an hour ago. Before you came in here and, and started worshiping and ministering, I'm going to just say this. Some people were arguing in the car on their way here. Some people was, you know, whatever you were doing before you got here. As soon as you got here and you walked in here and you... You just got ushered into the presence of God. Because sometimes, I'm going to tell you, the worship does start in the parking lot. It starts when you wake up. It starts when you command your own morning. That's right. But for some of us, it don't. For some of us, we don't command our morning. For some of us, we let our mornings command us. But when you walk in here, you, I, I'm, I'm just going to say, you're not even the same. You don't even look the same. When I came in and I looked at you and I saw something different on you, I just saw chains falling. I saw breakthrough. I see power. I see uh, the anointing on each and every one of you. That's what I see in the spirit. I ain't going to tell you what I see in the natural. In the spirit, though, you got to start seeing yourself in the spirit and not always in the natural because our natural selves, we'll start looking. Even when we look in our own mirrors, we start seeing imperfections. We start seeing something ain't right. We start picking out uh, blemishes and marks and all this stuff that, that we might want to go pay somebody to get fixed. All of these imperfections. But when you see yourself in the spirit, when you see yourself the way God sees you, there is nothing imperfect. Everything is right. Everything lines up. Because he said he made you wonderfully and, and fearfully. That's how he created you. He loves you so much. You the apple of his eye. It don't matter if, no, if you ain't the apple of nobody else's eye. You the apple of God's eye. And he pursued you. He left the 99 to come after you. He left the 99 to come after you and you. He, he loves you. Just look at yourself and say, he loves me. He loves me. That's, that's how God does. He pursues us so we have to be about the things of him because he's pursuing us if he's pursuing me I'm gonna be about the things of him man will let me sometimes sometimes you can get a little discouraged discouraged in things that you're doing because other people don't understand what you're doing but you know what count it all joy and keep doing what God told you to do because your vision is your vision. Everybody's not going to understand your vision because it's not theirs. That's God right. didn't give it to them. That's right. So even when you try to explain the vision, they still don't get it. That's right. But if you get it, because that's all that matters, it just matters if you get it. If you got it, walk it out. That's right. That's right. Say that. Yes, ma'am. 
If you got it, walk it out. You might have to walk out of some people's lives for a season. Okay. It's different seasons, same God. Right. I have, a, I have a, a image, some images that I want to show you. Some images of some, some trees in different seasons. It's, it's the same tree. It's the, sa it's the same tree, but these are different seasons, right? You have the one by one? Okay, so I'm going to show them to you one by one. That's, that's it. So that's a winter. That's a different season. Same tree. You could just show them all. Same tree. Winter, fall, summer, spring. Different seasons. Same tree. Different seasons. Same God. Different seasons. Same God. You might, you're in a different season. You might look different during all of these seasons, but you serve the same God. He didn't change. He didn't shift. He didn't move. He didn't forget about you. He didn't leave you. It's the same God. Different season. Same God. You can't be in the wintertime wearing, wearing summer clothes. You know, you won't put a, you won't walk, especially in Florida, you won't walk in the wintertime with a big, thick coat on because that's out of season. But we serve the God, even though this is the exact same tree. It looks different in every season, but it's still standing. Amen. It's still standing. It looks different every season. You're going to go through some trials, some tribulations, some shakeups, some breakups, some makeups. But you serve the same God. You're not going to look the same way you did when you went in this season. But the God that you serve say, I'm the same God. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's never going to change. He doesn't shift. And he's not going to move off of you because he loves you. Same God. Different season. Just because you're in a season that looks different, we got to start looking at the season. It's a different season. We say Challenging, trials and tribulation, I say different. It's how you look at it. It's a different season, but I still serve the same God. So therefore, no matter what you're going through, we have to get to a point where we grow through it. We grow through it. This, tr this tree was bare, didn't have any limbs, and then it started growing limbs. So when we start... When we get to the revelation of stop going through things and start growing through everything, because, see, when you go through things, it seems like you're just going and going and going. But when you grow through things, you pick up some, some tools. You pick up some spiritual wisdom. You got some things in your pocket. You got some locked and loaded stuff. You got some stuff that you're ready to shake and break up. You got some things that you're like, okay, I'm growing up, and I'm mature about the things of God. I'm going to snap, crackle, and pop these devils, and, you know. <laughs> Every time, every time the enemy try to come and whisper something in your ear, you're going to be like, no, not today, because God is still the same. I still serve the same God, and I'm not the same. I'm going through a season right now, and I'm changing, and I'm evolving, and I'm shifting, and I'm growing, and ain't no devil in hell stronger than me. He don't have authority over you. He don't have power over you. Get the revelation of that, and grow the hallelujah up, saints. <laughs> Hey, it's time, it's time for us to, to take authority over our own life, over our own vision, over our own destiny. God is for you. You are in a yoke-destroying season. A yoke-destroying season. You, you have been sent on this earth to destroy some things, to declare and decree some things over your life, over your children's life, over your legacy. You know, they talk about generational curses. We in here talking about generational blessings. We leaving generational blessings to our seed. Legacy. That's what we're doing. We're not talking about what happened. 35 years ago, and because it happened 35 years ago, it's connected to me. The devil is a lie. And you know what? The thing about it, being in the body of Christ, when we are our sister and brother's keepers, I tell you what, when, the, when they said in the word of God, Jesus we know, but who are you? This is what they say. This is what they say in the new world. I call, let me tell you, I say I'm the pint-sized punisher to the devil. So when he messing with anybody in here, Anybody that God connected me by, it's even by the people that I walk past. It don't even, I can't talk to everybody, but I sure do talk to somebody. So, so I'm the pint-sized punisher. When the devil hears that I'm coming, 
He know he going to either shut down, sit down, shut up, or he going to get took down. In the name of Jesus, that's how we got to be. It's not just me. I give myself that. I walk when, when a saint call me and say, this is going on and that is going on. I got to diagnose whatever it is. I say, all right, roll your, let's, let's go. Let's, let's do what we were brought on this earth to do. We're not going to be on islands by ourselves. We're not going to walk this world out by ourselves. We got people, kingdom, kingdom people that are about their father's business. We go to war together. No person left behind. You know, if you go, if, if you're not about your father's business and, and you want to go and try to uh, take down some devil, I'm going to tell y'all, y'all, you better know who it is that God has said the two are more agreeing than earth, as, even as in touching. Because, see, you might want to choose the wrong person, and then the devil going to play tennis with all, both of y'all. Tennis, you're going to be going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. God don't want us going back and forth. God said it's one and done. I got you. I got you. So connect yourself to some kingdom killers, some people that are ready to destroy the yokes, some people that are ready to do what God has said, some people that are already yoked up with God. That's what we do in here. I'm looking around the room, and there's not one person in here I wouldn't want to do spiritual warfare with. I want to do spiritual warfare with each and every one of y'all because I know I've had conversations with every person in here, and I know that y'all y'all are locked and loaded. And that's how we got to be. That's how we got to be. We got to be bold. We got to be secure. We strong and secure. Strong and secure. Strong and secure. It doesn't matter what your assignment is. Your assignment is not going to look like my assignment. Amen. Your prayer is not going to sound like my prayer because I'm Shalita. You're not. But you still got something to say because God put something on the inside of you. Stop trying to quench the Holy Spirit. Stop trying to quench that fire. Let that fire just grow. Everywhere you walk is holy ground. You see, I like to walk because I'm establishing something holy. I'm dropping some things off. Everywhere y'all go, you at, at work, walk. Walk in there and charge, take charge. Amen. Shift the atmosphere. This is, a, this is God's place right here because he sent me here. God does not do anything by mistake. He does everything on purpose and with a purpose and for a purpose. You are for a purpose. So, therefore, when you walk up into Walmart, Kmart, oh, ain't no Kmart, no, I'm telling you. Walmart, all the other marts, the food mart. <laughs> When you walk up in these places, walk up in there like you got stock in there. You know what I'm saying? That's your daddy's place. Walk up in there. Walk up in there with authority because every single thing in there, in, in this earth, belongs to, to God. So if it belongs to our daddy, that's our daddy, then there's no lack. Different season, same God. You might want to buy ten items, but you left out of there with five. Same God, different season. Next season, you're going to walk in there and talk to the owner. You might want to buy the building today. Different season, same God. Your elevation comes by what you see. It comes by what you see. God wants to take us from glory to glory. He can't do that if you're not willing to move. Because you get stuck in a season. Because you want what somebody else got. You like how they you like how they living. They showing you what they what, what they want you to see. Mm. I decree and declare that we will be known, not known as a legacy of laziness, but we will be known as a legacy of lashes. And I'm not talking about the lashes that the ladies put on their eyes. I'm talking about the lashes that we're going to give the devil when we beat him all the way back to hell and when we grab every person that has been held captive out. And I know some saints be putting in some side jobs with the devil when they come to us and things like that, but we're releasing them too. We're going to bring them back under submission of the Christ that, that said that, this is for us. Christ died for each and every one of us. He didn't just die for the just. He didn't just die for the people that he thought or knew that was going to come in the kingdom. God created all of us. And he don't want us to leave anybody behind. Amen. Don't judge where a person is. You can't receive. I can't receive from you because you got a record. 
I can't receive from you because you, you don't have a title. You missing out on your breakthrough. You missing out on what God has for you because you are being a respecter person. God don't want you to be a respected person. God wants you to be the person that he called you to Amen. be. So therefore, we got we to gotta get in line. We got to get in formation. Right now, today is the day that you drop every single thing that you've been carrying that is not of God. Amen. Even the things you don't know. Sometimes we don't know some of the things that we're carrying. That's right. Because we've been caring so long, they've attached to us, and they're so comfortable. Now we don't even know. Sometimes I speak and say things to my husband, and I don't even know that it's out of order because, you know, I don't know. Because I've been saying it for 17 years, and he ain't saying that. So now he's going to say something yesterday. I, I don't know. So, you know, so now we got we to, gotta, what I do now is I wait. And I say, God, you, you want me to tell him that? Because I'll tell him. I, you know, I'm like, oh, God, you want to get on? So I tell him. But then God shifts, and he said, no, this is for you. We all want to go and tell somebody. Durana, let me tell you what you did last week. We, we do things like that. And then God say, oh, how you going to go tell her what she did last week and what you just did this week? You understand? We got to stop trying to uh, look for somebody else to, to, to tell somebody else what they should, would or could have been doing. We need to fix us. I need to hear from God concerning me before I try to go and talk to God about concerning somebody else. That's how we got to be. You know, we locked and loaded. The body of Christ needs uh, full-grown warriors. We don't need you on the battlefield pretending, prepping, getting ready. We need full-grown warriors. We need for the saints to get back in formation. We need the saints to stay lit. We need the saints to stay ready. We need the saints to be battle-ready, not just ready, not just staying ready. And then when you say you stay ready, but I wasn't ready for that this morning. I wasn't ready for that, Pastor. Why you called me to do this? I wasn't ready for that. But God wants us to be in formation. We're soldiers in the army of the Lord. I've heard y'all... There's a song that say that. I won't sing it today, but I'll sing it one day. But there's a song that say that we are soldiers in the army of the Lord, right? Y'all know that song? So if you're a soldier in the army of the Lord, then you need to get yourself in formation so you can fight the good fight of faith. You got people on your left and people on your right that are depending on you to be in order so that they can be in order. Because, see, people are watching you that you don't even know they looking at you. They not watching you because you're cute. They not watching you because you're handsome. They watching you because that God that you say on the inside of you they are drawing from you they are drawing from that light get them out of darkness stop walking around with a mask on being one way today because it's Sunday and then tomorrow Monday you raising hell in these streets you in the streets then you need to be raising God you need to be talking about him you need to stay God centered with everything that you're doing you're in a different season but you serve the same God a different season but you serve the same God it doesn't matter what you did what they did what they said Listen, loose people, stop being offended because somebody said something. Stop being offended because they didn't say something. You're doing something for somebody to see you. Well, listen here, God sees you. Promotion comes from him anyway. So if you're waiting for somebody to promote you, then you better get thee behind me, Satan. Because my eyes is on God and the things of God, and I don't care if nobody say they like what I said. I don't care if they like what I got on. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is us getting out here setting these captives free and winning souls for Christ and then just taking care of kingdom stuff. If it's not a kingdom issue, it should not be a saint's issue. Amen. Say that, lady. Yes, ma'am. Okay. You know, you're not if you're not trained by this world, then you can't, then if you're trained by this world, then you're going to be equipped by this world. If you're trained by this world, you will be equipped by this world. Amen. And there is no glory and honor for God in that. He trains you. He equips you. Okay, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 6. This is my last scripture. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6 in the voice version. This is a bold, this bold right here. This, this, this is your marching orders right here. It says, for, for though we walk in the world, we do not fight according to this world's rules of warfare. 
The weapons of the war we're fighting are not of this world, but are powered by God and effective at tearing down the strongholds erected against his truth. We are demolishing arguments and ideas, every high and mighty philosophy that pits itself against the knowledge of the one true God. We are taking prisoners of every thought, every emotion, and, sub and subduing them into obedience to the anointed one. As soon as you choose obedience, we stand ready to punish every act of disobedience. So you have been briefed this morning. So it's now it's time to move. You have been briefed this morning. Soldiers, warriors, now it's time to move. The most powerful weapon that is used in the Bible is prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for every word that you have spoken. I thank you, Lord God, uh, for you trusting me to be a vessel that you can use, Lord God, for your people, for your glory. I thank you, Lord God, that the army is intact. The body of Christ is intact. I thank you, Lord God, that we all are in formation. We're under your submission. We're under your authority, and we're under your orders, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, right now for every person that, per that showed up here today. I thank you that your life is shifting and it will never be the same. It doesn't matter the season you're in. God is still the same. I thank you, Lord God, for just ministering to them now so that they can receive the way they receive. I thank you, Lord God, that there's a shift in this atmosphere. There's an anointing of ease in this atmosphere. Because, Lord God, this is your atmosphere. And I thank you, Lord God, that all that had ears to hear, that now they are moving. This is a movement, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for your undeniable strength, power, anointing, and the fact that you trust us. I am just in awe of that. I thank you, Lord God, that there's no lack in your house. There's no lack in our temples. It doesn't matter how we feel, it doesn't matter what the diagnosis is, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is you sent your word and healed them all from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. And not just physical healing, mental healing. Restoration takes place now. There's a shift in the body of Christ. There's not a puzzle that's out, that's missing. I thank you, Lord God, right now for everything that you're doing in this minute, in this second, and this hour. I thank you, Lord God, that if you don't do anything else for us, you've already done enough. Amen. Say that. You did enough when Jesus, when you sent Jesus. And Lord, today, I'm grateful. Yes. And I'm standing before some grateful men and women of yours. And Lord God, we count it all joy today. Even in every season that we're in, we know that you're right there with us. We speak and represent you everywhere we go. And we know that you will get the glory. So, Lord God, I thank you for the release of bondage, the release of chains, the release of strongholds. I thank you, Lord God, right now that the sun set free is free indeed. And we are free. We are free people. We are bold people. And we are strong and secure in you. And I give you all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the word of God blesses you, not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.